Welcome to the BCP Podcast. Big hug to all of y'all. Of course, we're supposed to be considered by the left, the Marxists, the actual deviant pedophiles. We're supposed to be the conspiracy theorists, the nut jobs, the tinfoil hatters. But then you keep seeing connections between these sick, disgusting pedophiles who I wholeheartedly believe should get the death penalty. And you see all these connections to the Democrats and specifically to Joe Biden. New York Post yesterday. One-time guest on Jeffrey Epstein's Pedophile Island donates nearly $700,000 to Biden campaign fund. They always talk about these campaign finance laws but here we have one guy donating nearly 700000 to Biden campaign funds. In other words, when the elites like Sam Bankman-Fried and others want to buy political influence, they find a way the hell with campaign finance laws. A joint fundraising committee raising dollars for President Biden's re-election effort received a large donation from a tech billionaire revealed to have once traveled to pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman dumped $699,600 into the Biden Victory Fund War Chest, a joint fundraising committee authorized by the Biden campaign. This is what's being uh, now found out by uh, FEC, Federal Election uh, or Federal Election Records. The d- donations come one week before the Wall Street Journal reported Hoffman have visited the late serial sexual predator's U.S. Virgin Islands compound back in 2014. The close timing of the donation and the article was first reported by Fox News on Sunday. This is the uh, this is the big guy who's giving to the big guy. He had attended a few fundraising events, including a trip to Little Saint James. Okay, let's look into this guy's record, okay? In 2017, there was a special election for U.S. Senator in Alabama. If you remember, Judge Roy Moore was the victim of a smear campaign by the Democrats. Facebook allowed this smear campaign, by the way, and didn't do anything about it because Facebook is in the bag. They're part of the Marxist machine. The Democrats took the Russian model and ramped it up times a million. Who donated that cause? That's right, the same LinkedIn co-founder, Reid Hoffman. In 2018, Reid Hoffman took part in another deceptive campaign and was a top donor of an alleged Republican Never Trump Women's PAC. Republican Women for Progress. It wasn't even Republican Women for Progress. It was a sham, deceptive campaign. Who was behind it? The same Reid Hoffman, LinkedIn co-founder and pedophile island visitor. And at around the same time in 2018, the Daily Caller Foundation revealed that Democrat operatives linked to Reid Hoffman used the same tactics in the 2018 midterms to suppress GOP turnout in the midterm elections. Of course, that led to the Republicans losing the House and Pelosi getting the gavel. Hmm. 
Reid Hoffman apparently is a committed leftist who likes being involved in shady and illegal Facebook campaigns to mislead voters. Of course, he's allowed to do this because he's part of the Marxist machine. In 2019, Gateway Pundit actually reported that, that Jeffrey Epstein was a, was a guest at a dinner hosted by Reid Hoffman. So not only was Reid Hoffman a visitor to Pedophile Island, he had Jeffrey Epstein as a guest at a dinner that he hosted. And of course, he just now gave, I'm sorry, we exaggerated by saying he gave Biden 700000 He gave him 699000 and $600. But trust me, if you gave me $699,600, I'd be happy to give you the four hundred to call it a 700000 even. Wow. But we are the tin foil hat people. Okay. Um, we also know that Hollywood is disgusting. But there are some rays of light even though there are some crazy people oh i don't know maybe i'm talking about mel gibson who is right in a lot of things and because of his alcoholism has been in a little bit of trouble as well it makes you wonder if maybe just maybe mel gibson's very smart he reveals a lot of truth and then he can hide behind the fact that he's an alcoholic and they leave him alone but his message gets out i don't know There could be something there. But once again, let's talk about the pedophiles and the Biden administration. Tim Ballard shared, Tim Ballard is the guy from Operation Underground Railroad. That's the same, right? My my son, Junior, who works with Juniorette and Nana on nothing but the news network. I just let them have it. I have nothing to do with that. But... Junior has been involved with the underground uh, Operation Underground Railroad for years. He had us years ago go to a march. He goes to fundraisers. He participates. He meets with them. That's one of his causes. has nothing to do with me. Um, that's just something that as soon as he got to college, he grasped onto. I can't say it's nothing to do with me. He knows how I feel about the pedophiles and how I think they should be eradicated from the gene pool. But that's one of his causes that he does personally. He doesn't really talk about it. I don't think he's ever mentioned it on the show because when he does the news over there, he just does the news, no commentary. So I've been familiar with Tim Ballard and his work for several years now. I'd heard about it, but I got more familiar with it because of Junior and his involvement with the organization. And this is... Let me just play the clip for you. And you'll see how this connects back to the Bidens because where have the Bidens been involved in and where is the United States involved in and where is money going to? And let's just say it's a country that was considered the second most corrupt country in the world just a few years ago. And I kid you not, and he can verify the story. Three hours later, after Catherine's telling me this, I get a phone call from Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson says, hey, I got these kids in, in, in Ukraine, these orphans who are, I think they're in the war zone. Can you go get them out? <laughs> And I'm like, what? Like Two signs right there. Well, when you're, mm-hmm. well, I've always been brought up with the notion that if your wife and Mel Gibson both tell you <laughs> to do something, <laughs> you know, you probably you better should, listen. You yeah. better listen. <laughs> anyway, 
we went out there, worked with a group called Aerial Recovery. I'm on their board, amazing group. 6,000 women and children we got out. So the suffering that we saw, and by the way, I won't get into this, except we found a pedophile group that was trafficking children out of Ukraine into Mexico, into Ecuador. Crazy case. Tony Robbins produced a docuseries about it. He's going to be a producer as well, but that's a different story. But my point is, stop de-escalating this thing. The pain that we're seeing, the suffering that we're seeing on the ground, the part that no one remembers. Traffickers call this harvest time. A war, a hurricane, an earthquake in the aftermath. Harvest time. Harvest time in time of an earthquake, in time of war. Now, this will be a reminder for some of you. For some of you, it may be new. But this is exactly what happened in Haiti. Hillary Clinton had people close to her that she bailed out who were setting up fake orphanages and trafficking children for sex into the United States and other countries. They've done this and they do this everywhere. A little bit harder for them to do in the Middle East though. But they do it. They did it in Haiti. They're doing it in Ukraine. The Bidens are behind so much deviant evil, it's sick. A war to destabilize, tons of people dying, suffering, and of course the children are paying the price as orphans and then being uh, trafficked for sex. And just think about logistically how many people have to be involved to get kids from Ukraine all the way to the American continent. And then eventually two places like the United States. Uh, it's it, and, th- and that's just going here, right? Of course, there are plenty of women and children, but here we're talking about children, being sex trafficked into Europe from Ukraine. This is the type of evil, folks, that makes you uh, negative on humanity, but also gives you hope when you have people like Tim Ballard. Folks, if you have not seen the movie... Sounds of Freedom. Sounds of Freedom is based on Tim Ballard and the beginning of his exploits in saving children from child sex trafficking. Please see it. And if you've seen it, see it again. I'm going to see it again in a couple days. It's a, it, 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 I don't know if it's going to be like the Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's Cabin of our time, but a lot of people who are not aware of this stuff because, of course, the same pedophiles in the mainstream media and the press try to hide it. Look what they've done. Oh, this movie is a QAnon thing. How damn of a sick, disgusting bastard do you have to be to not want a movie exposing child trafficking and child sex rape? Like, how sick do you have to be to not want people to know about that so that it can be stopped? Or how deep in it are you yourself? So to talk about Ukraine, I've got to show this to you. This is absolutely gut-wrenching. I hate war. War is Satan and a demonic tool to bring misery, death, destruction, and pedophile, uh, children to pedophiles. Now, there are righteous wars. You have to defend yourselves against tyranny. And sometimes that calls for war. But I am not for nation building in unnecessary wars and warmongering. And I want to see an end to the Ukraine-Russian conflict. 
because of the lives that are happening. I want you to hear from this Irish Rambo who served on the front lines of the war for Ukraine for 17 months and he left because he was done. He was done with what he's seeing. Listen to what he has to say about the horrors of this war. They left the front in the dead of night with little fanfare on departure. A pair of foreign fighters who had taken up the Ukrainian cause. Hundreds, if not thousands, of international combatants have come to Ukraine's aid. Much like the leaders of NATO, pledging support at the summit in Lithuania. But this small group has had enough. The train will take them home. The past few weeks on the Eastern Front have been the final straw. The fighting has been brutal. And we met an Irishman there, a heavy machine gunner, who's been fighting in Ukraine for the past 17 months. What is it like right now on the front line, the zero point? Zero on zero line, um, it's it's horror. It's horror. There is just it's, it's a genocide. It's slaughter. There is just people dead everywhere. Like Russians dead. Ukrainian people dead. Ukrainian soldiers dead. Just left there. Just left there. And I don't know why. Death, horror. Can you imagine seeing just dead bodies just left there? Doesn't matter what side it's on. These are humans. These are our brothers and sisters on both sides. Just death and destruction. Just bodies just left there. And these guys have had enough and they've left. They're done. And what is the deep state doing right now? They're trying to stop Trump, who said that within 24 hours, this conflict would be over. I love Trump because he's a humanist. The Biden regime... The neocons and the neolibs. Oh, let's name them. I'm gonna I'm gonna name shame Biden and the entire Obama Soros cabal. But then you have the Lindsey Graham's, you have the Tim Scotts, you have the Mike Pence's that are also part of this warmongering machine. And they all don't want President Trump to be back in office. Lindsey Graham says he does. They don't want him to be back in office because what is President Trump? He's not about sides. He's about humanity and ending this suffering. You said you could end the war in Ukraine in 24 hours. Yes, I How would you do that? Several times President Trump has said he would end the war in 24 hours. But one of the, my favorite clips of all the clips of President Trump over the last, let's say, eight years has been in May with Caitlin Collins when she tried to do this gotcha question on Trump about who should win, whose side he was on, where President Trump answered and gave the most important answer. It wasn't about winning or losing. It was about saving lives. It is about saving lives. Do you want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking down this now, what do you, can I just follow up on that? 
You said you don't think you have to do is you have to get you have to get Europe. Can I just follow up on that because that's a really important statement that you just just made there? Can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying, Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. And I'll have that done. I'll have that done in 24 hours. President Trump, like JFK, is a thorn in the side of the warmongers. That's why they've tried to assassinate him. That's why they stole the election. And that's why they continue to try to steal the election of 2024 and off President Trump. President Trump is no spring chicken, but if he dies suddenly, I think every one of us, at least here in this community, are going to be suspicious of that would be suspicious of that. I don't say we are going to be because from my lips to God's ears, that will not happen. All right, so here we have news from yesterday, Monday. Georgia Supreme Court rejects Trump bid to block grand jury report from use in election probe. So the Georgia Supreme Court on Monday unanimously dismissed a long shot bid by President Trump to quash the special grand jury report that recommended criminal charges in the Fulton County District Attorney's probe of Georgia's 2020 election. The state Supreme Court also rejected Trump's request that it bar Fulton DA Fannie Willis from continuing to oversee the criminal investigation. The ruling came weeks before Willis is expected to seek indictments in the probe of efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn President Joe Biden's 2020 electoral victory over him in the Peach State. I'm reading from CNBC. So you know what part of that was fake news and what part is real. The bottom line, President Trump gets no breaks, the rigging and the attempt to make sure that he is not in continues. And who is the guy they'd like to have on the Republican side just so they can steal the election in favor of their preferred candidate, which wouldn't be him anyway? Of course, I'm talking about Ron DeSantis. Now check out what they are up to now. The DeSantis campaign is coming under fire for using uh, deceptive and deception in their campaign ads. Check this campaign ad, and I want you to listen very carefully. Governor Kim Reynolds is a conservative champion. She signed the heartbeat bill and stands up for Iowans every day. So why is Donald Trump attacking her? I opened up the governor position for Kim Reynolds and when she fell behind, I endorsed her. Did big rallies and she won. Now she wants to remain neutral. I don't invite her to events. Trump should fight Democrats, not Republicans. What happened to Donald Trump? Never back down is responsible for the content of this advertising. All right, so Never Back Down is a pro-Governor DeSantis super PAC, political action committee. Now, if you look very closely at that last part with President Trump, you'll see that it says, at real Donald Trump, 7-10-2023, which means it was a truth, a post on Truth Social. It wasn't something that Trump actually said. In other words, this is not President Trump saying this. This is an AI-generated voice. I opened up the governor position for Kim Reynolds, and when she fell behind, I endorsed her. By the way, I'm laughing because I've seen comments that on Junorette's channel, Nothing But The News, that Nana is an AI-generated voice. (laughs) That is not true. Nana is not an AI-generated voice. This is an AI-generated voice. 
because President Trump never said that. It was a truth. It was a post. It was a tweet, if you will, on Truth Social in which he said those things about the governor. These people continue with their fakeness, their lies, and their fraud, whether it's Democrats on the left or the rhino Republican establishment on the so-called right. Now, who should be President Trump's right-hand man? Well, according to the Turning Point USA straw poll, the person who should be the preferred right-hand man or VP pick for President Trump is not Byron Donalds. It is, of course, not Mike Pence. It's not Ron DeSantis. It's not even Tim Scott or Vivek Ramaswamy. It's not even a right-hand man we're talking about. On Sunday, the founder of Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, announced that Trump won the straw poll. And then he said that the, as Laura Loomer tweeted out, these are the results for the preferred VP pick at the TPUSA conference this weekend. Carrie Lake won. And yet, from my understanding, she wasn't even invited to speak at the event. She's truly a force. Perhaps she will be VP or maybe she will run for U.S. Senate. Well, folks, all I have to say in conclusion is this. I want there to be justice. I want them to fix what happened in Arizona. And I want Katie Hobbs, the fake governor, out and Carrie Lake to be governor of Arizona, like the people elected her to be. And I want Ron DeSantis to stop wasting everyone's time. President Trump is going to go the distance. Ronnie, do what President Trump told you. Get back to Florida and take care of that insurance information. And maybe I've got some skin in this game when it comes to homeowners insurance and what's going on in Florida. But I can talk about that some other time. Thanks for being here. I'll be back with more news Reporting and analysis. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.